Welcome back to another episode. Las, Las Juaninos, vamos, mi gente. Aquí estamos otra vez de nuevo para, para, para entretenerlos cuando están limpiando, barriendo. ¿Qué más? Lo que sea, hombre. Working. But thank you for clicking on the video again. Yes, guys. Thank you, guys. Welcome back. Y aquí andamos. Así es. Well, Margarita, how you doing? I'm doing good. But good. I'm Should good. Be fantastic. I'm good. I'm fantastic. But you know, life. Life sometimes hits life, you. Huh? Yes. So I just want to add, want us to really. I know it's a little silly, but I know some of you might think it's silly. But I want us to keep uh, Mr. Maverick the Ween. I'll insert his Instagram here. He's not doing too well, so I really hope he does get better. Cause poor little baby. Para que no sea, los que no sepan, he's basically a weenie dog, and uh, right now dog. he's going through some tough times. But yes, yes let's uh, give him the positive energy that he needs. He does. And uh, like Margarita said, keep on on your prayers. Yes, I, my my my. Para todos los just thinking about it gives me a knot on my throat. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, well, but back to it. Well, with that being said, if you haven't seen our last episode, go check it out. It has to do with Mexican Independence Day. And if you haven't seen it, which you're not going to know about it, but uh, the so, the Cholo dog is very important on our heritage. Mm -hmm. So again, go check it out to go see that. And I think that's why Margarita gets emotional yes, about sir. it. I love boogies. Okay, well, with that being said, um, it is... Um, Heritage Month, right? Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage, Heritage Month. Month. So it lasts for what? A, a full month? Yeah, a whole month. From, it started on the 15th, correct? Yep, the 15th of September. To October. To October 15th. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, last episode, again, we did mention about what was the oldest city in North America. So with that one, I was like, let me see what is a southern city in America that's the oldest. The south, a ver, ¿cuál, cuál tienes you, for us? Do you know or can you guess which one by any chance? The oldest in the south? Yeah, southern America. I'm, ter I'm terrible ge <laughs> geographically. <laughs> um, if I would, I would have to say... I don't know. <laughs> no, what's well, that? Like, Maybe you didn't take Columbia? a try, but it's all good. <laughs> well, see, it's kind of funny that you mentioned Colombia, but we're not going to get all into Colombia. Uh -huh. um, but I believe, real quick, that a lot of Colombians feel Mexican, and I think we go vice versa. <gasps> I think we just feed of each other. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like there's reporters, there are Colombian singers, and usually it goes back and forth showing yeah. love to each other. How funny. So, shout Can out I to Colombia. Yeah, I know. Shout out to the Colombianos. It's funny because I was going to talk about that, but then I was just like, okay, let me just, there's other things, but that was, that was definitely on my list. So love it that you brought it up. Okay. Well, let's get it going with Peru. Peru is the one that has the oldest colonized city. Um, really? So they're the oldest in Southern America. Shout out to all the peruanos out there. Yeah. It's kind of crazy because unfortunately we don't really hear much about them. Like we do from other countries, mm -hmm. so you're like you know, Columbia, like Brazil with Venezuela, the soccer, uh -huh. uh, Argentina again mm -hmm. has to do with soccer. So yeah, so it was kind of nice. I was like, all right, something different. 
And uh, the colonize, it got colonized basically. Excuse me, like Margarita said, if we wish her this or I wish her this, <laughs> because, you know, this is something new for me. So, Shabin, Moche, Nazca, and following with Incas, that's basically the oldest uh, tribes. Mm-hmm. So, those are the tribes that colonized Peru. Do you, would you know or can you guess? And I hope you kind of know and I think you do. Mm-hmm. But um, the official name of Peru, the Republic of Peru, mm-hmm. Mexico as well has its own name. And I think we just do this to make it shorter. Like, you know, United States, USA. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's Mexico? E-E-U-U. No. Right? No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's United States. Yeah. No. Just to throw in a little MX? quick fact. No, Mexico is United Mexican States, remember? United Mexican States? Yeah. Los Estados Unidos, Unidos Mexicano de- or Mexico. But we always like, we just use the shorter, t- uh, shorter, but the other, they do have official names. Yeah. So if you haven't seen, Mexico is supposed to be called United Mexican mm-hmm. States. So I don't know. I think that'd be in English. I think in Spanish would be different. We just mentioned it. Yeah. Correct us again. How would you really say it? Um, Peru has three languages. Consist of, oh, this one's a hard one for me, Quecha. So K-U-E-C-H-A. Quecha. Quecha. Amarra, A Y M A R A, Amarra, and then, but last but not least, Spanish, correct? Mm -hmm. And again, I think most of these languages will have to do again with the old um, tribes, Mm -hmm. those two. Yeah. Anything that you gotta say? I don't want to keep on going. No, just keep going. No, because like. I'm listening to you, but I'm like, I have something else to say about the whole Hispanic heritage thing. But I'm okay, gonna we're okay. gonna we're gonna throw I want to throw you guys a, a curveball afterwards. Okay, if you have anything to say about the Peru, so mm-hmm. not yet. Maybe these other ones will. As we mentioned, Brazil is more mostly common. Argentina is mostly common or talked about here in the United States. Peru is the large, the third largest country, following from Brazil, Argentina, I and South see America. That. I did see that. Like they were listed like it was um what is it? The 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 most popular language mm-hmm. and I and Peru Peru was one of them. Wow. I thought it I thought it was it was Spanish. What do they well, well you were just talking about the yes. languages, yeah, which was Spanish, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Quincha y Amaro is the other languages. And then um, Peru is one of the richest countries in the world of natural resources, meaning as gold, silver, copper, zinc, Mm -hmm. lead, iron, natural gas and oil. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, they're one of the richest natural resources, but they're the one of the largest in the world to have it. Can you guess what their money moolah it's called? It's called pesos. No, no. Every um, day is the key word. Sol? Yes. So it's they're called, sol? called Nuevo Sol. That's, Nuevo Sol, that's, a, that's their currency? Yes, that's their currency name. Orale. So yeah, it was kind of trippy. I was like, Nuevo Sol. Imagine every day going to shop for something and being, <laughs> son 30 Nuevo Sols. Nuevo Soles. Yeah, I'm sure there's know. an abbreviation for it. Imagine. ¿Cuántos soles tienes? You know, I don't I know. know. El sol, el sol. That'd be I've crazy. I've never heard that before. Yeah, so they're called Nuevo Sol. So yeah, it'd be crazy to speak their language mm-hmm. uh, money-wise because Sol, Sol, like dang, every yeah. day hearing Sol. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a cool fact that I uh, learned there. But 
Um, saying with money and currency, it is still one of the world's poorest um, countries. So it's rich in in natural resources. In the natural resources, pero one of the one of the poorest, poorest in the world. Uh, going again, what's basically known mm-hmm. as geographically speaking, mm-hmm. um, probably one of the poorest countries. But Peru is rich with the natural habitat. Due to most of the ecosystem, mm-hmm. it has not been disturbed. Yeah. So basically, I see como lo miran, it's been like That's that for several is. years. So years. it's not like here, you know how here we, um, it's really big to dig. Well, I mean, I don't know here, but I think is it. Yeah, it's here in the, in the United States. What's the name? We were just watching it the other day. Ay, como se llama? Where do they usually dig? The gold miners? Oh, Eureka? Is it? But I mean... Yes. Like here, like here, they're they're trying to get the gold, but yeah, they just leave it alone. Like they they just leave it like it is. They don't really. Yeah, well, they just leave their natural. Like that's meaning, like you know, the natural resources. Maybe they do use or dig or look for it, mm-hmm. but they haven't really went out there and you know maliciously just started digging. Mm-hmm. As probably we've heard, you know, the rainforest has mm-hmm. been drastically being reduced because they're starting yeah. cutting trees. Mm-hmm. They start, you know, looking for gold, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Peru has been one of them that just hasn't really, you know, touched it and mm-hmm. keep its purest. So that's, that's interesting. Cool, you know, I wonder why, like, like, well, here, like, like going back to the gold, like here in the gold, we not we well, people who dig it, we do it because, you know, to make profit, to make a living. But uh, yeah, they don't. Yeah. I mean, again, it's probably something like, you know, has to go back to mm-hmm. um, the maybe it's sacred the for them. Yeah, yeah the maybe it's sacred for them. Of them. Mm-hmm. So they would probably like they are more into just a natural. Yeah. Kind of like, like it just reminds me of India where the cows are, are considered sacred. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's maybe, a, it's some, maybe something, something, something like that, that uh, long. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, you know, with them not really messing with the natural habitat ecosystem, mm-hmm. you can find over 6,000 plants, several species found in the Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, so. I, oh, they're, they're part of the Amazon? Yeah, they're uh, most Peru, it's, Mostly the Amazon. Fancy. See, I learned in the movie Rio that it's in Brazil. (laughs) No, yeah. Well, it basically consists of different countries, but like Mm -hmm. mostly of Peru. A full Amazon, I think only 10% is Mm -hmm. like desert for Peru. So most of Peru country is Amazon. See, I love that we're doing this because I'm pretty sure somewhere along the lines I heard it. I mean, somewhere, you know, within my life, Mm -hmm. um, I learned about this or most likely in school. But now that we're talking about it again, I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Like, we're I'm learning. Like, I hope whoever's listening or watching is learning too. Correct, and that's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do. And my last uh, topic about Peru, mm-hmm. what do you think is their animal? Just like we talked about the Mexico animal, what do you think um, Peru's represented? I don't know why, but I have a feeling that it's a dog too. Negative. There no? is not a dog. No. It is a vicuña. So a, a llama. A llama? Yeah. They a basically llama. have oh, like llama packs. They okay. use them as packs. No, yeah. I think I've seen that before. Like, I don't know why it just came to my head right now. Llamas. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, their representation of animal for Peru is a llama. 
Fun fact about Lamar. Are you going to give us a fun fact about No, Lamar? I just thought it was, you know, it's kind of cool to know these countries, different animals that mm-hmm. get represented. And again, what theirs has to do with their back ancestors. Mm-hmm. They used to use llamas a lot for mm-hmm. the cold. And, oh, um, okay. and I think one that I miss, guys, and real quick, um, Lima is the capital of Peru. Lima, Peru. Did they say for the llama, did they, um, did they like shed do they shed um, a coat? You know how like for sheep, do they do they shed and then they use them? So how, not, how do they use it for the... I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to speak about it, but I do okay. remember seeing like they use their fur or coats, mm-hmm. to, you know, for... To stay warm? Yeah, to stay warm. Mm. So I think that's why they made it as, as their... Uh, animal yeah so if anyone's watching if you guys know exactly like any any other reasons why any Mm -hmm. other facts yeah but just a little side note that uh llamas spit at you (laughs) there's Uh, a video if i find it if i find a video there was a girl that pretending to pretended to spit at a llama like they did the spitting sound Mm -hmm. and the llama ended up spitting back yeah i bet Uh, (laughs) and there's also a movie in the llama oh no but where was that at the the move the emperor's new group where uh, was that at where was that setting not sure the emperor because it was like oh the emperor oh mama i don't know if you guys if you guys know where what the where the setting is at that'd be crazy like if it's in plot, peru. Yeah. yeah that'd be funny and we never noticed that yeah maybe because some of like the los monitos and everything like mm. that they have certain features and i'm like hmm, maybe it is from there yeah. Oh, we'll have to look that up. Now I have to like look it up because Disney does that a lot. Like they do a lot of the settings. They do it based off of somewhere. So like yeah. Aladdin, mm-hmm. um, Coco, of yeah. course, and then Rio, Rio, and luego también otra Encanto. Where was that? Encanto, from? yeah, oh, Colombia. It was Colombia, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So shout out to Disney for bringing that out a little bit. Okay, so are you done with your facts? Ah, uh, sí, yes. Okay, déjame tirarte una curveball. Okay. A ver qué tanto de yeah. curve tienes y la puede pegar uno o no. Yeah, so it's great. Like you know, learning now, like like again, like I had I said I had said in the in the other episode, like Lenchito over here said. Go check it out if you haven't. I feel like we have, again, we've gotten a little bit closer to our culture. We're learning a little bit more about our culture. And right now we're learning more about other people's cultures, which is amazing too, because it kind of, you know, it helps us understand each other a little bit more, which is great, right? I love it. I love learning about it. Now that I'm older, I feel like I'm, I'm able to enjoy it a little bit more and see things a little bit different. So... Yes, Hispanic Heritage Month, right? Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, we're celebrating that. But here's the catch. Yes, it's pretty much just to celebrate, to recognize the efforts of all of the Hispanics, Latin, mm-hmm. la- la- Latinos, that they, that they and all of the contributions that we have made to this country thus far, right? But a lot of people are conflicted in, with, with um, Hispanic Heritage Month. Okay, why is that? Some people are saying, well, you know, it's kind of just, it's not really recognizing everyone as a whole. Or they feel like the, pretty much just starting with, with, uh, with the word Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know, I don't know if you guys know, but, but Hispanic, within Hispanic, what, what, can, what do you hear? Like what words kind of stands out? Hispanic. I don't know. I mean, for no? me, I'm not going to see it double-sided. <laughs> I think it's just Hispanic, right? Hispanic. It comes with probably, if maybe, um, Southern America. And I'm really thinking about mm-hmm. like Spain as one of them. Yes. So Spain. Yeah. So Spain, that's that's word that I, to me, I feel like it just stands out so much, right? Okay. So 
Spain, a lot of people are conflicted with this because um, it's pretty, it pretty much derives from, from the word, from the word Spain, Spanish, right? All right. So Hispanic is, um, it's pretty much aligned with, with Spain and the history of Spain, right? They caught, they tried to, they went to a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, Latin American countries Mm -hmm. and they colonize. So some people on the contrary, because they were because, um, you know, Spain colonized a lot of these Latin American countries. There is a lot of imperial imperialism. They were imperializing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That they came into these countries pretty much just say get telling them like this is what it is. This is what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. And. Um, and I can understand why some people would be upset, right? Because they don't feel like that word is really representing, you know, me- Mexican, um, Salvadorian, Costa Rica, you know, and, and, and so on. So I can see why some people would, would be a little bit upset about that. Right. How do you feel about that? Uh, it's just, I understand what you're coming from, mm-hmm. but then again, I see it's again, damn if you do, damn if mm-hmm. you don't, Yeah. just because if, you know, if, I'm guessing, man, again, I'm mm-hmm. not 100%, and it's kind of weird because we're talking about heritage, Hispanic Heritage Month, mm-hmm. but is that just here in the United States, or is it all over the world? Great question, um, because I did see, I, I went to like the, I think it's the state, no, the... You know, oh I didn't really look into it that far, like saying, oh, let me see if it's around the world. Mm-hmm. I know it's here in the States, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm saying that. So again, if it's the whole world, I understand where mm-hmm. people will get um, angry about. Well, Hispanic doesn't really define me, mm-hmm. but in reality, it does because that's what happened. Um, they did come over and kind of took over mm-hmm. the countries, correct? But then we go again, like it's just kind of part of you know mm-hmm. human. The way that we colonized, yeah. the way mm-hmm. we became. Yeah. And I mean, if it wasn't for that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we weren't going to be born. Yeah. And I understand the other part because, again, I think I mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. My dad had a big thing about Spaniards coming yeah. over and taking over, mm-hmm. you know, Mexico. So, yeah. again, it depends the situation you see it. But, you know, just let's just try to be positive about yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like, hey, we've at least have something here in the United States mm-hmm. to be able to represent us. Yeah. See, and I love, see, and, and I'm now I'm thinking back that how I said how we're like understanding our culture a little bit more. So I feel like you're like your dad kind of, not kind of like he put that, he put that out there. Like my family, again, the, the, like I said in the other episode mm-hmm. that it was always like, los terrenos, y que, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm glad that he was able to bring that out. But I mean, I'm just bringing it up because I'm just like, OK, just to see the other part, just to see what what how, what you think about it now that I know your your point of view. But I'm not saying like that's how I feel like, oh, like that's, you know, why are they doing? I feel like it's great that they're mm-hmm. that that because um, I looked it up in the page that it said GOV. So it had it was in one of the government pages. Oh, okay. So, um, I mean, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad that um they're giving acknowledging. Um, they're acknowledging and they even in their own page they're acknowledging get mm. you know thank you for 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 what you guys have done for our country right which is being recognized because a lot of people don't recognize that a lot of people that are on the contrary they're like well no like screw screw hispanics screw latinos mm-hmm. um go back to your country type of thing when and your especially because yeah, we lived own. through that. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, not a hundred percent 
us, but mm-hmm. at least fifty percent yeah. because it still have to do with our family. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I say. Like even your own government saying, like not to get out political, but mm. you know, your own government saying, like, is recognizing it that we are what it have what has helped you know make America what it is right now. Not just us. I'm not saying over oh, we we did everything. Of course yeah. not. We've been but, able to move along. Yeah, we've been able to move along. But yeah, I mean, I I think the best thing that we can do. Oh, and it's something that I had to say. I'll say it at the end. But the best thing that the best thing that we can do is to, I mean, to continue um, keeping our cultures alive. Whether you're Mexican, whether you're Puerto Rican, Dominican, Honduran. Sorry yes, if I say that right. You know, and the list goes on. You know, just like keep keep talking about it with your kids. Keep those traditions alive. Talk right. to your kids about it. Um, I know sometimes you know maybe my parents were were busy. You know, my mom was busy being mom, and dad was dad was being you know the hardworking one. Just every single day, it was the same routine almost every single time. Um, but you know, I feel like. Hopefully, if I do have kids, if we do have kids, I hope that we are able to expose them to the culture. Take them to Mexico or if we if we're not able to take them, you know, talk about these things and celebrate certain certain um, like like today. Right. Today, mm-hmm. while we're, when we're filming this, it's the Dia de la Independencia de Mexico. Um, like celebrate that. Tell them why it's important. Just like you. I think I learned about the whole um, when you said about about Spain, how they took over their you know, let's say Mexico. I mm. didn't know that until until you told me. I was just like, oh, okay. I think I want to say it was it was with you, and I was just like, oh, okay. But the good thing you are bringing this out, and you know, when we talked about our last episode about Independence Day, it mm-hmm. did make me remember a situation. I think I was probably around seven, eight years old, and again, my parents did like about communication, mm-hmm. speaking to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I didn't. I wasn't able to acknowledge what he was trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. So one of the Independence Day grito that mm-hmm. they was televised yeah. um, out in TV, I was all the way in the kitchen and he was in the sala, right? So mm-hmm. he calls me over and tells me basically to stand, almost like a, we do the <gasps> place of allegiance, but... I didn't understand it because yeah. he didn't teach me. Uh-huh. So for him doing it to me wasn't the right way to do it because it was more of like, just do it. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like bothering because I'm like, why do I have to do this yeah. that I don't know what you're trying to tell me, you know, show me yeah. what it is, what's the meaning of it? Uh-huh. Because it, for me, it's a messy, like, okay, okay whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I know we're Mexican. I know, mm-hmm. you know, I know what this means, but right. like, why do I have to stand there and do it? Yeah. So now I do reflect and I do know what he meant. Mm-hmm. But again, it is important to teach our children about this. It really is. And I'm and I'm glad that you brought that up because what happened when we went to the, um, I'll let you tell the story and then maybe I can elaborate. But what happened when we went to, um, actually you posted, a, we, you posted about it. Yeah. About when we went to the Fiestas Patrias for La Que Buena. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And no, tell it me. was just, again, for me, it's not a being political or not. For And again, I'm not saying I know everything, mm-hmm. but Same. I feel like a flag really represents a mm-hmm. lot, especially like you mentioned in the episode, mm-hmm. what the meaning of the colors about, you know, the animals like we don't know what it represents mm-hmm. if you're not getting taught. 
and especially the war meaning like that's a big significance for me mm-hmm. because just like the flag of america it brought freedom so for me that's the meaning of a flag like mm-hmm. our freedom and that's what i hated and that's why i posted it mm-hmm. not to shame the the person yeah. that was on it it was more of like look if you don't know nothing about the flag at least put respect on it mm-hmm. because people have passed away for this yeah exactly people have fought for you know whatever country it is you know the flag represents something and like you said yeah we're not we're not blame we're not shame we're not shaming the girl but the whole point is to you know to educate your your family because there's an there's an i have another another you know story i know someone who um I guess what um, they they were in charge of bringing down a flag, mm-hmm. the 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 American flag, and you know again, they didn't know. So um, while they were bringing down the flag, it accidentally touched the floor. Right. Okay. Probably didn't notice. Probably didn't see it. But somebody noticed it, and they just like went off. Right. Like they because that person knows what it represents. Wow. But. Um, see, now I'm thinking about the situation that happened to us at the Fiestas Patrias. Like I could, I could have, and, and it was really bothering me. It really was bothering me because I'm just like, oh, like maybe I can educate, if I go up to this person, I can probably educate them. But then I'm just like, okay, like, is it really my place, um, to, to do that? Um, yeah, that's what I was going to say too. It's, it's, yeah, maybe we have fallen onto it, mm-hmm. but then again, the way that social media makes everything now, it's almost as you being a Karen. Mm-hmm. That could have been a Karen situation a Karen for them moment. because they didn't, mm. they didn't. Yeah. They're going to take it more of that nature uh-huh. because again, they didn't get teach. Taught. No, taught, I, taught. no, I think for the, I think, uh, Karen's. A Karen moment, a Karen, (laughs) let me tell you, a Karen is someone who is trying to make a big scene out of something que no tiene, que no tiene sentido. You get what I mean? Yeah, but you can't say that that's not how she saw it too. Because she obviously, because she obviously had three, two other people with her and Mm -hmm. they didn't tell her anything. That's why I'm saying that because it wasn't like she was by herself. There was other people with her. And Mm -hmm. if they didn't say anything to her, I feel like, you know, that could have been a caring moment for her. For her, yeah. No, I I can see what you mean. But yeah, that's, but I, I feel like, Oh, man, I now I'm thinking I'm like, I should have said something, you know, because, you know, maybe if I educate them, then they'll probably maybe they'll tell their friends like, oh, my gosh, we were at this place and I was laying on the flag. They're making a big deal about it. And then what if whoever is educated be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, like this, yeah. you know, you I shouldn't mean, be doing bring, that. It could bring up, you know, to a known yeah. source of like then become a chain mm-hmm. and hopefully like this channel we can provide that mm-hmm. but you know another thing that i'm thinking like i know i've seen towels like for the american flag that have the american flag mm-hmm. like wouldn't it be the same thing yeah or like bathing you know how there's bathing suits and then you have like the like the the american flag is pretty much like on your butt like is that like is that appropriate yeah i mean that's that is but then it's got again right I mean, yeah it's got again it's, for me i guess it's just more the flag that it's a worldwide mm-hmm. symbol mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and see i mean just going back to it again like you're you're going to 
just try just try to teach your kids and me knowing this if I didn't know all of this if I didn't do you know the research and all of that I still probably wouldn't have known um what the meaning is if if I wouldn't have known that story about that person that got confronted by someone that the flag that the that the flag touched the floor then that's not okay um I probably wouldn't have known Mm. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes, you know, somebody has to go through it so that somebody else can can learn. Yeah, somebody So, else. I mean, that's a, I mean, for me, I feel like that's a learning experience that I should have gone up to, you know, that person. Yeah. So, you know, it's a learning experience. I feel like next time I, I feel like it like I should say something. But, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. But moving forward, just you know, just continue to educate your family, keep your culture alive, you know, which, whatever it is that you feel that makes your culture, keep it alive. Um, any inspirational people, keep them alive because I mean, they're at the within our cultures, there's so many people that are, that are, that inspire, that are inspirational and continue to make uh, big things. Mm. And, you know, and hopefully for generations to come, there's going to be a lot of people who will continue to, um, to, you know, to motivate us, to inspire us. So I don't know if you've seen um, the, oh, well, well, oh yeah, actually they did talk about it when we went to the Elevate conference. Uh-huh. So there's a movie that came out based on a Mexican astronaut. Um, his name is Jose Her- Hernandez. Okay. So his, a, a little backstory about him. So um, his family actually worked in the field for many years. He worked in the fields uh, for many years. And luckily he was able to get an education. He, he got a really, really good ed- education. He loved science. He loved math. So fast forward. So between 1990 and 2004, I want to say, he went, to, he attended the Livermore Lab. I believe it's in Texas. And there catch this he ended up uh, developing the the mammogram do you know what a mammogram is mammogram so it has to do with breast cancer yes so yeah so it's to help um it's 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 pretty much a system to help develop i mean to help detect um early cancer okay right so i i believe it's when like I mean, the whole details, you know, you, I think when you turn forward, you have to go get a mammogram and after so often you have to go get a mammogram. So he helped develop that. Mm-hmm. So woo, thank you for that. After that, he ended up moving on to work at a space station and, um, there he got the opportunity to go on a space mission and, you know, so, so I, I feel like that that's super duper in, inspiration. I don't know. What do you, I know I, I continue to blabble on, but. No, I feel like, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, we have not seen the movie, but we have seen the trailer and it is inspiring to see um, the trailer where he, they show like, you know, he attempted to uh, join the program mm-hmm. several times until he finally did yes. it. Uh-huh. Um, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can answer it. So the mom, mom, mammogram was invented when, before going to the NASA school or after? So he was there for, he was at that, at that school for a lot of years. I mean, at the laboratory for a lot of years. So he helped, I don't know if he helped develop it or he did develop it. So, um, but That's not something. sure if it was before him going to yeah. space or after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it was before. Yeah. Before going for the space oh, okay. to, um, cool. to the, to the space Academy, Academy, whatever it's called. Yeah. So, and it's crazy. It's funny that I I like that you brought that up that, you know, it, it, he was, he was denied 
several times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's not the only one that was that was denied. But the thing is that he didn't give up. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you know when you go through rocky moments, you're mm-hmm. like, I come on, you want to throw in the towel, but yeah. you did not. I know it's hard and I'm like I it, when I when I saw that trailer it just made me think of me like how many <laughs> how many um interview job interviews have I gone through and I've been denied so many times and even though I've been denied a lot of times I feel like I'm going to keep learning from you know as far as why why I'm getting denied and and looks like from the movie I mean I, I don't know if it, it looked like he was, he just kept asking questions. He could just kept pushing. And I'm pretty sure after every single time that he was denied, he was trying to see, okay, maybe, um, what did I do on the first, you know, the first interview that maybe I didn't cover. And then he just kept trying, trying, trying until, you know, he finally landed what he was trying to accomplish was, be, which was to become an astronaut, go on a mission and be the first, um, Spanish speaking person to be, to be able to go to a, um, to space, to space. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's yeah, crazy. That's, that is crazy. Well, uh, you know, Jose, congrats for yes. achieving your goal. Mm-hmm. And as you see, hopefully once we see this movie, we feel inspirational as well. Mm-hmm. And whatever we're trying to work on, you know, nos ponemos la pila, como dice la margarita, <laughs> y empecemos a hacer algo about it. I know. Igual con nosotros, you know, again, shout out to you. Shout out to us, you know, get that, that you know, you just keep going with this podcast. You just keep going, going, going. And eventually, you know, hopefully what, you know, who the listeners that are that are listening to us, hopefully we are able to educate them you know because that's our purpose that's that's the purpose that we want we want to we talk about anything we want we talk about anything that we want to talk about and hopefully within that we are educating people yeah or you know just talk about um life goals Mm -hmm. life rough moments we've had and if they can go along or reflect back to Mm -hmm. a situation they've lived through maybe it helps out exactly well, with your uh, inspirational, you know, um, spaceman, mm-hmm. Jose, <laughs> um, it's kind of very inspirational. And I felt like with the analytics that, you know, you're talking about this podcast mm-hmm. going to um, try and be inspirational mm-hmm. to someone, uh, the analytics was telling me that most of the channel it's male. So I was like, well, how can I reach the <laughs> female audience? And I was like, let me bring to this um, episode some inspirational meaning as women that have inspired the country or just been, you know, part of the movement of female women mm-hmm. to be inspirational to you guys. Absolutely. So the first one. That I'm speaking about. And again, I just chose a couple. And again, it's just to inspire you ladies to hear some research and be like, okay, now thank you for these ladies. So first one is uh, Dolores Huerta. If you haven't heard of her, if you have, maybe um, she was with Cesar Chavez. Mm -hmm. She basically was one of the founders with him to do the creating the United Farm Association. Mm-hmm. So I know we talked about this already in yeah. another episode mm-hmm. about our farmers. And it's crazy that you're talking about, you know, Jose, he used Jose to work on the farms yeah. and his family as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dang, like it went one to one without even 
talking to each other about mm-hmm. our topic by telepatia. Yeah, yeah guys, because we don't talk whenever we choose these topics. We just we, we don't really talk. We kind of tell each other what we're going to be talking about, but we don't really go into depth with uh, what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, so in this one, it was Telepatia. Um, she basically fought for our Central American immigrants and the conditions Ooh. they lived in, the pay, and the back um, hurting or back breaking work they used mm-hmm. to do, correct? Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this, like the living conditions were, weren't good. There was like 12 people in one little house um, or cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pay was bad. Um, there was not any laws created yet for the farmer workers, even though they were um, something so big and a part of time, probably, you know, from the, I think we said 55s or 52s to 1965 once the laws came in. So, yeah, I mean, her, thank you. Again, um, Dolores Huerta for fighting for our immigrants who push. Absolutely. And then another one that I have, um, who does not know Selena? Anything bidi, for bidi Selena, right? Anything for Selena. Yeah, so I chose her because she's inspiring on, you know, pushing the Mexican-American. Ooh. I have to say it that way mm-hmm. because I feel like she pushed the music of the Tecano Mexican. The Tex-Mex. But then it still went to pop. Because mm-hmm. some of her music is pop as well. Yeah. Anything you have to say about Selena? Yes. Yet? Recently, somebody came out pretty much claiming that, nope, like Selena didn't really represent the Mexican, um, the Latino community. No. Well, How do you feel about that? No. Well, this is saying that basically I feel she did. And I think I, I, too. I think I'm going to we can speak a little bit more mm-hmm. onto it. Just let me give these little yeah, few no, more it, onto it. it. Um, so, yeah, it's just. Again, if she wasn't the inspiration about American or Mexican or Mexican American, Mm -hmm. she was only one of the few that went to mainstream with Gloria Stefan. Um, I didn't know who Rita Moreno was, but I guess it was these times of, uh, I don't know what you call it. Rita Moreno? Rita Moreno. So I heard some of her music and it's more like, um, can we say like, Theater type, you know how back mm-hmm. in the day you went to the ball and they were playing like with the piano and singing. So like ball music. I don't know ball what you room? call. Ball yeah, room? I mean that'd be the easiest way to like. Hundred percent. That'd be the easiest way to you know kind of speak about it to give you a um, an idea mm-hmm. what type of music she's saying. Yeah. So that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, and so yeah, there were the ones they mainstream for American Hispanics uh, okay. first crossover. And then she did win a Grammy back in 1993. Who, probably, Rita? No, Selena. Selena, so probably, yeah. Um, was one of the first ones to yeah, win. Maybe I think Gloria so. Stefan too, or maybe también Rita Moreno. Mm-hmm. Didn't look into that, but I'm saying 1993 Grammy for the same reason as what you mentioned, because I do believe she was one of the most impact for our generation to kind of inspire us to Mm -hmm. show us like anything could be done, especially Mm -hmm. with the laws that we were fighting Mm -hmm. at that moment. Do you believe? And I think you do because you just mentioned like, oh, como que she was an an inspiration for us, American, American, Mexican, Mexican, American. I feel like she was. I feel like she was. I mean, I, I feel like she was, um, 
inspiring a lot of a lot of Latinos. Yeah, I, I, I mean, if I can remember, a lot of people actually. She was inspiring yeah, just the, a lot of people, especially those years, because. Again, us growing up in that generation, it, I think we were hearing more hip hop and R&B mm-hmm. for one case or the other case, you know, La Quebradita uh-huh. was going off at that time. But something that really showed us as Mexican-Americans mm-hmm. was really Selena because she used to speak Spanish and English. Yeah. You know, we I was struggling with English, trying to learn it, especially because we are in our family mm-hmm. was more Spanish speaking. So I think she was the only one in our generation to push us to yeah. be able to do something. I don't know how old was this girl that was saying that she wasn't an inspiration. I don't know, but I think she was I think she's like an up and coming influencer or she's trying to. And a lot of people are saying it's like So she's mm, young. Like, yes, I, I think less than she's thirty, young. let's say. Probably. Okay. Maybe if we're mm-hmm. not or if we are, but I think for our generation, yes, she was inspiring. Um especially, you know, an American, Puerto Rican, J Lo being the main person role model as selena Mm -hmm. so yeah that speaks a lot if j-lo took this uh this role this role to be be selena Mm -hmm. then has to say that yeah she was an inspiration yeah i feel like she was yeah and i mean i feel like with that with the generate during the generation where selena was you know estaba pegando there were a lot of mexican american um americans listening to her Mm -hmm. so it was still like she was still you know representing the the culture she was representing that she was she was representing her mexican-american side i mean her american side you know she was singing songs in english and then she was also singing songs in spanish mm-hmm. and i don't know if this was true and probably it was like one of the scenes in mex and the movie that you know there's a bunch of mexican-americans or american-mexican mm-hmm. on the stage yeah. she best i don't like kind of like pushing the stage and damaging the stage so that's how i feel like that energy was you know involved on our generation oh i think that was in mexico i think it it? was el paso or like close to the borderline of mexico but either way that was very inspirational to see like that was one of the movements that we had Mm -hmm. (laughs) so last but not least i think everybody knows jorge ramos jorge Right? Like, I, look at that smile that brought up to her face. You no. guys don't know what I'm talking about. Not because I was in love with it, because I'm just thinking, like, I think everyone's abuelita, everyone's mama knows who Jorge Ramos is. Yeah, so Jorge Ramos, just like him, and I'm saying Jorge Ramos for you guys have an idea. I don't know, maybe our younger generation doesn't know. Maybe you have lost and forgot about her. Pero también, basically, Maria Salinas. You remember she was a co-host with him? Oh, Maria Salinas? Uh Uh-huh. She was a co-host with Jorge Ramos on the Noticiero. And I can't really (laughs) remember, and this is just going off my mind. I can't remember. It had two. So it was at 6.30 p.m. here at Pacific Time. And then after 11.30 p.m., they used to give, they were basically the reporters for Univision. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, she was a big movement. And with her, same thing. I think her parents were immigrants that moved Mm -hmm. to um, California. California and worked in the farms. Oh, so you know, I feel like she was a big um, inspirational on that. Like teach us the 
give us the news, mm-hmm. but at the same time fight for us mm-hmm. for our loss that we have had, just like you know, um, Jorge Ramos. Well, Jorge Ramos and basically Dolores. They push the movement to get our mm-hmm. laws or speak our mind for us, mm-hmm. the Latinos. See, I don't remember her, but no, I mean, that's something that I heard. And it's true that Jorge Ramos, like he really uh, I'm speaking more of Jorge Ramos because I remember him and I don't remember the other one, but um, that he really pushed the limits. Like, especially, like, you know how he went, he went to um, the White House, the White House, and he was really speaking out. And, and I mean, reporteros overall, like, mm-hmm. like they were saying somewhere where I heard that, you know, they really put themselves out there. I think it was um, on IEM Friends. I think they were talking about Jorge Ramos. Yeah. Then uh, with, you know, with that being said, like that's uh, Maria Salinas, too. Like mm-hmm. she's been one of the oldest reporters mm-hmm. to be for the Hispanic, Hispanic yeah. community. Mm-hmm. And see, I don't, I don't watch the news anymore. Yeah, especially That's I mean for I, other reasons. Like I don't know how the 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 reporteros nowadays are, um, but I mean now ahora ya no, I don't want to watch the news because after watching something that I was just like, oh damn, they all pretty literally talk about the same thing and you know like the whole agenda thing mm-hmm. that you know the whole conspiracy that they only tell you what they want you to 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 know but you know that's a whole other story yeah that's a whole <laughs> different story i just felt like it was almost again these three people dolores Helena mm-hmm. and her i feel like they represent the yeah. Um, Hispanic community mm-hmm. by informing us by fighting for our laws mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I brought her up because she's like the biggest uh-huh. uh, known uh, reportera, reportera that 30 years I believe she was yeah. with Univision these reporteros anyone who anyone who worked with with Jorge Ramos has probably been there for a really long time yeah all right so you know, but these three ladies basically doing something for us Hispanics. I wanted to go ahead and find some quotes, 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 quotes. Mm-hmm. Sorry for butchering some quotes. quotes. Yes. <laughs> some inspiring quotes from Latinas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, let me give you guys this to be able to, you know, feel inspired when you're down or just in general for you ladies. So get ready to clip this. Get ready to. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, let's go with the first one. So this quote comes from uh, Myra Rubio. Myra Rubio, look her up. Don't wait until you die to be reborn. Your past does not define you who you are. It's a muscle that you are building for your future. I love that. You know what? Sorry, go ahead. I say yes. We I do love it as you love it. I love it. I love it because the first thing that 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 comes to mind is, you know, what what, she, what it says that your past doesn't define who you are. Right. Because yes, like we've had a we've had a, we've talked about it in another episode that you know sometimes we we are who we are because you know of of our past, but that should not define who who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know you have the power to be able to change. You know the your. Como se dice, your your path. You 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 yeah, have the power the to change your path. You you have the power to um, to define who you really want to be. 
Yeah, and I really felt like this one was more for rough times, just as you mentioned. Again, you just mentioned it, um, basically, you know, with the struggles you've been having of your childhood. Uh, no, no, not childhood. Just this episode mm-hmm. about, you know, your uh, job interviews. Oh, yeah. And you feeling down. That's <laughs> why I was like, look, this is, again, if you're going to a rough situation, mm-hmm. one moment, I felt like this was a good quote to give out for this that. episode. Yeah. Don't let one thing define who, who you are yes. in it. And what what your life should be okay. correct Love second that. quote success is to be in peace harmony with yourself enjoying the moment and this is from Guadalupe Pita Bentecourt love that can you say that one more time success is to be in peace harmony with yourself enjoying the moment Yes, 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 yes. And again, it could go back if you feel like you're down, if you feel like, you know, you have enough rough situation. This means for me, Mm -hmm. like, just remember, push yourself to do it because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you have to be peace and with yourself. Yeah. And you know what? Bringing it back to our podcast, you know, I feel like it's it's already a success. I'm enjoying it. I'm honestly I'm honestly enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And again, I, I, I enjoy that we have whoever it is that's watching us already, whoever's listening to us, whoever's, you know, because you're just it's going to take it takes effort to have to, you know, click on the video and right. listen to us up until now. If you're listening up until now, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, and then I feel like that's what brings me peace that, you know, we're we're educating people. We're enjoying it. Right. And, and we're doing it together. I see, yes. <laughs> but yes, definitely. Um, it is a piece. And again, as you mentioned, this podcast could be rough a situ- situation sometimes. Whatever it is, views, clicks, um, watch time, mm-hmm. subscribers, likes, you know. But if you feel peace with yourself, that you enjoy what you're doing mm-hmm. or the way that you're writing your path, hey, that's the only person you need to worry about. Period. The last but not least, the opposite of success is not failure. Mm-hmm. It's being stuck. You have a unique gift that it means to be shared. When fully aligned with the everlasting gift, an unshakable confidence becomes becomes real. Again, I feel I felt like all these three quotes kind of went with like each other, in like hand with yes, each other. and mm-hmm. you know, it it it's just. Depending what you are, I feel like one was um, past, one was present, and then one was future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I felt like I needed to give these. Not in that order. Was it? Not it wasn't. Order, not, it wasn't in the order. Like, yeah, well, I feel it, like it was it past hit present. One of, it hit each yeah, topic. like past, present, future. Yeah, I love that. Yes. Thank you. I, I like that. I like that you shared oh, you're those. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so very much. Como antes, when elementary can no queda. Like, give yourselves a pat on the back. Yeah, pat yourself in the back. Yeah. I'm like, no me, no, no me alcanza. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm like, I just got to move it. See, sometimes you got to move, do a little, work a little harder, harder to, get to get there. Harder to get there. There you go. I like that one, huh? Uh, You're writing your own quote right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sometimes you... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me write it down. <laughs> so, I'll that. All right, Lenchito. Do you have anything else or should I throw our last one y nos vamos? Oh, last one y nos vamos topic? Throw it. Yeah, not really a topic, but just a little, just a couple little fun facts. You know me and my fun facts and my random facts. Not I really think I should bring a segment of... Um, Margaret's Omaguito's random thoughts. 
And then we can do like a little transition, cling, 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 like little stars. And then I just switch really like put my Jorge Ramos on and be like, today. <laughs> okay. So uh, the last one, he knows vamos. So just some, some random fun facts of, are, are there any artists that you would, are, do you ever think about maybe some artists are like that might have some Hispanic, Latino, Mexican, whatever heritage or that maybe that they are and you wouldn't even think is there any artist? Oh, like uh, right now in the present? Yeah, like right in the present, say, well, present Selena, past. We just talked about it on this episode, but yeah, in the present. Um, present past doesn't matter. Like, is there an artist that you know that you, that you know, that you knew? I mean, yeah, that you know, but you didn't know that they were. But we're talking like representing more like in the America. No, no, no. Just anything. Like, let's say if I was an artist, but you didn't even think that. Let's say, for example, maybe I was Cuban, but all along you thought maybe I was African-American. Um, let me see. One that comes up to me. Oh, well, one of them has to be definitely, and I think everybody knows, but it's the, como se llama? Um, what's her name? Where does she come out? Que hace? Uh, esta, the one with Offset. With Offset? Yeah. Cardi B? Yeah, Cardi uh-huh. B. Like she's a big artist, mm-hmm. and I mean, yes, you can't tell by the accent, mm-hmm, right? But mm-hmm. uh, like, I would feel like people would think she's African American. Uh-huh. But what is she? She's, she's Puerto Dominican, Rican, no? Dominican? Dominican? Oh, she's Dominican. Yes. Okay. 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 So I, I, I feel like this, this one, the one that I'm going to tell you guys, it really blew my mind. I was like, what? Like, no way. Mariah Carey. She's been, uh, so she's Venezuelan. Venezuelan, right. yeah, on her dad's side. Mm. Yes, and her real name is not Mariah Carey. <laughs> well, <laughs> like you saying about your random, uh, well, n- your random thoughts. That's obviously one of mine because uh-huh. yeah, a lot of these artists do change their name. Yeah, that's I, like that's probably her, name. her stage name. Her Mariah is her. Well, Mariah is her real first name, okay. but her last name is not Carey. So let me give you guys a little, a little, little background. So. Apparently her dad, um, her, when they, they moved from when, from when her dad moved from Venezuela, you know, to the States, mm-hmm. but he wanted to adopt a more like American Western yeah. name. So and we he all changed know it to, why he was trying to do that. But yeah, I'll see yeah. So Carrie. So because he, I mean, of course they wanted to blend in. Oh, and that's another good topic that we can have. Um, and I don't know. I don't want to put anybody out there, but somebody in your family does that too. But oh, we're not going to go into that. Really? Really? <gasps> Episode. Really? Dale. I'm like, I want to know. I'm like, oh, tell me, whisper. No, dale. I'm like, tell me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So, fast forward, whatever. So, he ended up uh, adopting the name Carrie because he wanted to blend in, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but her real last name is Nunez, Mariah Nunez. Mm, that's a very yeah. If she would have had that last name, definitely everybody would have known she was Hispanic. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I cannot. Like, the, I think somebody said like we could not picture Mariah, Mariah Carey, yeah. like any other name. Like Mariah Carey is Mariah Carey. Okay? <laughs> and it, it kind of does suck that we're kind of speaking about this because, again, if we're able to kind of think about it, yeah. imagine how much uh, effect her career would have had, maybe. Um, probably. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, that, that's another hot topic <laughs> that we could talk about. And I've thought about this because I've talked to somebody else who um, not talked to somebody else, but I overheard a conversation 
who of somebody who was here, but they changed their last name because but they changed it because they were ashamed of it. But I mean, that that's a whole nother topic. But yeah. Mariah I love Lenchito. It's so cute. <laughs> no, I, it's funny when I call you Lawrence, though. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, All right. So next one is Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. What do you think? What do you um, think he is? He has to be... Puerto Rican, Cuban. Puerto Rican, Cuban, usually, right? But no, he has uh, Mexican roots from his dad's side. También, the dad. Now, does he have an actual different last name? It's actually. Oh, I didn't know what his last name was, but I know it was something Ramon something. Yeah. Yeah, again, guys, I mean, there's no shame if you want to change your state, you want to change your name for a stage name. Go yeah. for it. I mean, yeah, like me, Maguito, Lenchito. Yeah. Well, that's not my <laughs> stage name, but yeah. okay. Next one, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I knew she was Hispanic. Really? Yeah. Really? I did not I don't know. know how, but yeah, I knew she was Hispanic. See, Mariah Carey, now that I think about it, she does have like Latina features, like facial features. Yeah, but I. I think with her, she's always just been represented as American. Yeah. For mm -hmm. me, like what I can recall. And I think mostly because, you know, like everything that she has brought out as albums is English. Yeah. So I think that that's why in my mind, I'm still like, oh, she's American. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cameron Diaz. She has Cuban descent from her dad, from mm -hmm. her dad's side. Cameron Diaz. I mean, I guess I can kind of see it now thinking about it because a lot of Cubans are are light skinned and they mm. have blue eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then again, it comes it takes it back to, you know, history. Last but not least. Drum roll, please. Nah, this one doesn't need a, a drum Aye. roll. <laughs> like, I don't think we need a they, drum hello, roll. <laughs> hey, they, they fought for their, um, their what, artist? I don't know yeah. what you want to get their artist life. So, Nicole Polizzi, Polizzi? Nicole Polizzi. Do you know who that is? Isn't that, <gasps> isn't that the governor? No! Oh. <laughs> I don't think she'll be a governor. Who is she? Also known as Snicky. Get crazy, get wild. Okay, so we we kind of we you know part of our we grew up watching them, <laughs> kind mm -hmm. of sort of. So her, she's not she's kind of sort of. You did grow up watching them, and you're still watching them. So I guess you so, right? Say, yeah, because quote, we were kind of sort of. We started watching them when we were like nineteen twenty. So yeah, for and, and yeah, we're still watching them. So yeah, so she was adopted by an Italian family. You know what? Well, that's why she has that the Italian last name. Mm -hmm. But she was adopted by Italian family, but she's actually Chilean. The Chile. Chi, oh, chi, chi. Le, le, le. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from Chile. And I remember them saying that in one of the episodes, but after I saw it, I was like, oh, let me just, maybe somebody out there doesn't know. But, you know, if you were, if you were brought up Italian and, you know, that's pretty much what you're going to, where you're going to, rep, you know, represent. Yeah, because yes. that's what you kind of know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much, yeah, literally, like that's all you know. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But yeah, folks, that's all I have. Okay. I did want to talk about the Caesar salad. Did you know? You you don't know? We'll just leave that out. Well, no sé. Tú, pues, de parte, se oye como parte italiano. 
So maybe you can clarify well, it. I guess. You know what? Good point. Good point. So just, I guess, the really the real last one he knows Vamos one is that Caesar salad. Where where was Caesar salad invented? Pues yo sé. Made up. Sorry. Inventado. No inventado en inventado? español. Uh -huh. um, en Tijuana. En Tijuana. En TJ. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yep. En TJ. I did not know that. El restaurante todavía está allí. Yeah. And they, well, still, and they still uh, make it basically in front of you. Yeah. And they start making the salad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's funny because it's not, you know, for us, like me, we're familiar with the with the with the Caesar salad. That's you know, it's in a bowl, it's chopped up Romanian ro Romanian lettuce mm -hmm. with some croutons, a little Italian dressing. Um, but when they invented it, it was pretty much on a whole uh, Romanian leaf. And I think they put like croutons, but it was for just like finger food. No más lo comías así como si fuera like, you know, un taquito. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, guys, uh, Caesar salad is not Italian. It's basically Mexican. <sighs> Sorry about it. It's not. Okay. No, now I'm questioning Little Caesar's pizza. No. <laughs> well, um, yeah, para cerrarle, I do have one more. Y ustedes, Yay. gente, van a decir, and this is not really a topic, it's just something that I want to share. A random thought with Lorenzo. Bling, 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 bling. And I know people are going to be like, you guys are freaking toxicos. Pero <laughs> oh, I'm dear. sorry to say, but, you know, it is part of our culture, and that's why I'm bringing it up. And again, congrats to Peso Pluma for being at the MTV BMA Awards, you know. Ooh. Not a lot of Mexicans have reached that, so... That's why I'm bringing it up to you guys. That is. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was the first yes. uh, Mexican. Was it Mexican or Spanish overall? I think a Mexican song. Just Mexican? Up. Mexican in the VMAs? Yeah. That's awesome. See, that's how you know. Like, right now, it's the era where, like, we're, we're becoming known. Yeah. And what a perfect timing during Hispanic Heritage Month. Ah, uh, see? He's yeah. performing before El Grito de Mexico. Yeah. So again, guys, congrats to him. And pasarale again. Don't forget, like, comment, subscribe. And we'll see you on the next one. Así es, y viva you. Mexico. Hasta next week. Peace. Woo, bye. <laughs>